Head over to miniaturemarket.com where they have thousands of board games at discounted prices and you can sign up for product alerts. Hello my friends, it's the Game Boy Geek here. Usually at the end of the year, I come out with two final videos. One that's the best games of the year, and these are all sorts of different categories like card games, cooperative games, and things like that. And then I do a top 10 of the year. Well this year I was thinking, you know, I've reviewed over 100 games this year, and I played close to three times that that has come out this year, and I typically cover the ones on my channel that I'm most excited about. However, I do have about 40 unique games that I'm going to be covering over the next 12 days or so. I'm going to put out 10 final year videos uh, coming out here shortly, one after another, of all different categories, top five games of all these different categories. Then I'll do a final categorized uh, video that will have some new categories. I didn't quite have five to put on there. And then I'll do my top 10. So as a gift to you, since I played this many games and I've had fun doing it, I want to bring 40 new games. So most of these lists will have no crossover. Uh, and so bringing these to you to bring attention to games that you might not have known about. Now, in addition to that, as these come out, you can always see the latest one at GameBoyGeek.com slash 2019. Now, if you subscribe to my channel, uh, you'll see them as they come up. Uh, but you can always go to GameBoyGeek.com slash 2019. And as they get released day after day here towards the end of the year, you'll be able to see them, you know, just popping up there as they come up. Also, for each of these videos, I've placed the links of the reviews of each of these in the description of this video below me. So after you've watched this, if you want to learn more about it, you can go directly to the review for each of these games. With that being said, let's go to my top five solo games of the year, which none of these are solo only games. These are games that you can play otherwise, but also have great solo variants. Number five. First one here is Cartographers. Now in this game, it's sort of a flip and fill game, which is similar to roll and write, but you're flipping a card and then filling in something on the grid. And you're gonna be scoring in all sorts of different ways, like uh, you know, putting certain things next to things. And, and, and there's all these different scoring cards in each game, the scoring cards are different depending on the terrain types that are out there. And so you're flipping things and you're filling them in the grid depending on the scoring for that game. The game itself is excellent, even when playing multiplayer. Um, there's some interaction with other players where at certain times other players will be able to draw monsters on your board, which are basically going to be like negative points if you don't surround them with things. Uh, but you're, you're fighting for these goals, and in the solo game, you're doing pretty much the same thing because the game's muchly solo. However, in the solo game, those monsters are being drawn in a specific way from the cards. The cards tell you where to draw them from, so that works fine. But the scoring cards, each one is going to minus your points a certain amount. So you're going to get a certain amount of points at the end of the game, and you're going to minus a certain amount of points that's on that card. And so it keeps the game tight where you think you're doing great. You're like, oh, I have 90-something points. But then you subtract all the points that you have from all those cards, and you go, oh, I got 13. Wow. And it makes you just want to do better. So this is a game that's great multiplayer, but it's also great solitaire as well. And that's Cartographers from Thunderworks Games. Number four. The next one is Filler by Green Couch Games. And Filler is a multiplayer game where you're playing cards, simultaneously selecting them, and waking up at a certain time, which will tell you what order you're going to be drafting cards from. You're going to be adding those cards to your hand, 
And at the end of the game, those, those not only will you be using those for resources to gather cards in the future, but they're also going to possibly be worth points in the end. It's a really fun game. But the solo version of this has multiple different AIs that you play against. Each of the player colors in this game um, is a chef, and when you flip that over, it has a solo version of the chef, and each of them act differently. Some of them will always take the closest one or the newest card, or some of them will always take the one that has the most points, or some of them do different things here before they take the card. And each of them work differently, and I found that fascinating because each time you play a different one, it feels like a different puzzle, and it works really well. I found myself only winning possibly about 50% of the time against, which I think is perfect, and I've played the game a lot. Uh, so again, it's a multiplayer game that's fun, but yet solo-wise, because of the different AIs they have there, really has some staying power there, and that is Filler from Green Couch Games. Number three. The next one is Football Highlights 2052. This is a tactical card game from designer Mike Fitzgerald, published by Eagle Griffin Games. And this is a football game. It's a sort of a sequel follow-up to Baseball Highlights 2045. And in this game, you're simply trying to have the most score, the highest score at the end of the game, and you're tactically playing multi-use cards where you play one, and that is going to be your defense against your opponent. But then that card flips over and becomes your offensive card. So tough decisions to make in that game. But there is a solo deck specifically made for solo play for this game, and it's very hard to beat. Some there's a lot of like, hey, they pick six, hey, they make you fumble. It's tough. And you got to draft the right cards at halftime to try to sort of figure out how to get past this AI. So it's a game that's fantastic when you play it against another player. But when they're not there, you can play a solo game pretty fast in about 15 to 20 minutes. But the AI deck makes it so hard that still maybe about 50% of the time I could beat this, which is still good. So great AI deck there for Football Highlights 2052. Number two. Now, the next one is a series of games. There's two of them out now. There'll be more coming out next year called Adventure Games from Cosmos. And there's the two that are out now is Monochrome Inc. and The Dungeon. Now, in these games, they're sort of like those old 90s computer 2D uh, point-and-click adventure games like Maniac Mansion, Day of the Tentacle, things like that, where you're moving around, you're going to different rooms, you're finding an item, and you're going, oh, I found this item with this. Oh, I'm going to put these two items together. Ooh, now I have a new card. What am I going to do with this? And you're going around, you're trying to learn a story, do things like that. The game's really cool. But the game works very well solo. You're going through, uh, you're simply just running more than one character. Uh, it's very simple to take your turns. You're moving around, you're doing different things, you're sharing items between players, you're in the same room. Uh, but you don't need more than one player to play this. If you want to share the story with someone else, sure, it plays well with more players as well. But it also plays really well solo. If you are a solo gamer, uh, these are definitely series of games that I think you'll enjoy solo. I've played through them solo, and I think they're fantastic. Um, and it's Monochrome Inc. or The Dungeon from the Adventure Games. And again, you're just going around and trying to figure out what to do, how to put things together. Of course, more heads are good because you can bounce ideas off, but there's no reason why you can't play the solo. I enjoyed them thoroughly. Number one. My solo game of the year is Marvel Champions, which is huge because I'm not that into Marvel. Um, I know, you're probably going to, don't shut me off yet. Uh, I'm, I'm not huge into it. I don't dislike it, but I don't really, it's, I don't love it. You know, it's not something that draws me into the theme, but it's not something that detracts it either. It's just, it is what it is. It's, it, I'm, I'm indifferent to it. Uh, so with that being said, wow, this game I might like 
best solo. Two-player, probably as well, too. Two-player's amazing. But uh, it works so well solo because, A, um, all of the, the bosses and the villains and everything scales per player count. So you use a certain amount of threat per player count. Then you use a certain amount of damage. you got to get them down per player count. So everything scales perfectly. Uh, now, with a solo game, you do have to be pretty intelligent about which character you select and which aspect you select with it because some characters are better against solo than others. Like, Spider-Man's a really good solo character with Justice. The way the, That's the way the character comes normally. Uh, but, like, Iron Man with his normal mixed aspect is terrible solo. Like, you'll get your butt kicked for sure. Um, so you've got to find the right balances, and that's kind of the fun of it, is knowing what it is, looking at the different aspects, looking at the different characters, trying to match up different ones, trying to match up different scenarios, but the game works so well solo, it's quick. You can play a solo game in like 15 minutes, 20 minutes tops uh, of this game, and it's really good. There's so many, the game itself is just amazing. The comboing of the cards, the right time to use the cards, spending cards to buy other cards, knowing when to do that. Uh, knowing when to flip from alter ego to hero, the, the game is fantastic on its own, but it's one I've enjoyed the most solo this year. That's Marvel Champions from Fantasy Flight Games. Well, I hope this helped you learn about games that you didn't hear about before, or if you'd heard about them, learn a little bit more about them in depth. Now, as a reminder, all of the games that I've covered in this video, I've placed links below to my reviews of those if you want to learn more below me. Also, keep in mind that there's going to be plenty other end 2019 videos that I'm putting out of all different categories, top 10s, top 5s, uh, and the easiest way to find all those is just to subscribe to me down below, or you can easily just go to GameboyGeek.com slash 2019. That's where all these videos will be popping up as they go live. This has been the Game Boy Geek, breaking down barriers, growing relationships through board games by helping you find the next one you'll love. Did you miss the Game Topper 2.0 Kickstarter? Have no fear, it's not too late to get in on the ultimate gaming accessory. Convert your table into a high quality gaming table with a fully portable Game Topper system and take advantage of some of the best 3mm premium gaming mats in the industry. New styles, new sizes, and new accessories can be yours. Upgrade every game you play by late backing now at GameToppersLLC.com.